0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 228 of the Saturn studs podcast I'm yeah Jer- uh, I'm Kurt joined once again this week by Michael co- uh, by my uh desert dwelling co-host Peter and Jake <laughs> I've got a secret
1: for you guys this week because I'm coming at you. With the Danish butter cookie edition of the cast. That's right, you get it in the tin, you eat some delicious cookies, and then you put your hard drugs in the tin. Oh, hard drugs. This ain't Grandma's sewing kit no more, bitches.
2: <laughs> grandma's like, ah, my sewing supplies. What's this white powder? Smells like the 70s. <laughs> it's
0: spice. Nicaragua, uncut- 100% convinced is just peyote.
2: Oh, that's the good old days when you put your hard drugs into something.
0: You need to be on peyote to fucking watch this.
2: Yeah, movie. dude, there's so many things. But more on that later because, of course, we're coming at you live from the animated universe of Zoids. Ooh, all the robots are animals, and we pilot them and we fight.
0: Back in my day, those were called Zords, and they were piloted by Thought Power Rangers. Zord,
2: dude. <laughs> Zoids. zoids i've i've fell back in love with my uh my like of zoids and uh it's superior to power rangers in every way
1: so you jake you want you want your mind blown a little no. bit so you know the guy who animate you know who animated the Zoid, the zoids nope. right or at least nope. did part of it the guy who led studio orange who made Beastars. stars really <laughs> that was one of his early projects was he was the animator on zoids
2: that's why i like it so much god damn it i'm like you know what this reminds me of robotic piloted animals for some reason
0: (laughs) yeah we've never watched any other shows that have that it's a completely original idea idea. untested Uh, unmarketed unfathomable Doomed to failure really there's no background for success or could we say dune to failure (laughs) (laughs) we watched
1: we watched the david lynch classic
0: we watched the david lynch dune and we watched the trailer for the new dune and um I am doomed out. Very, I don't ever want to do anything with Dune. It's been a very
2: Dune-heavy couple of days. <laughs> I've heard more about Dune you than I have in like uh, a long, long time. I thought it was just a movie about a worm, I, and then uh, no, I'm so fucking wrong, dude. I'm so wrong. I've never been more wrong in my life.
0: I've seen the light. I thought it was gonna be like a you know, a somewhat campy. Fairly easy to digest, 80s sci-fi classic. Uh, What I got was like, it's like trying to watch Dune without knowing anything about like the book or the broader series. It's like getting told by your friend who saw Lord of the Rings when they were like eight and haven't seen it since, getting told the plot of Lord of the Rings by them. Uh, that's how hard it is to follow what happens in this movie. And it just goes on and on and on. When I saw the two hours and 17 minutes on HBO Max, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, 10 of that's probably credits. So I'm in for like a little over two hours. no, nope, It's the, it's just all the <laughs> way through. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dense.
1: Um, my internet history training has prepared me for a movie of this strangeness. Uh, I could be the Randy Quaid Sazerac, whatever the fuck that guy was, the the ultimate universal Ubermensch. Check my eyes. <laughs> Check my eyes. Blue. Which which one was that one? Okay. The
0: was um, it
2: the Emperor or was that the uh, the Baron? There were so many fucking <laughs> leaders in this. I did not know what was happening.
0: You're alive, my Baron. Ha ha! I'm alive. I was like, what the fuck is happening? This is an hour and a half into the movie. I thought I was watching the movie for like three hours at that point, and I paused it. I had my rabbit. She was like next to me. I paused and I look at her. I'm like, "There's 40 fucking minutes left of this movie, Ellie." Rabbit's like, "I'm gonna go poop." This.
2: <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna it go. Was, po- it was a wild... she, left. she did not I stick around for the. Father, list. I must run. <laughs>
0: My duke. I'm going to. I must take a duke. i gonna go dig at the carpet by your fucking uh, <laughs> computer.
2: <laughs> must dig holes.
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, we will talk all about this, and I, I, I feel like I digest it, so I may, I may be the guide through the desert. Yo, here. how do we
0: talk? Um, God, I hope so, because I have very little that I can contribute to a conversation. About how do we this talk movie? about the
2: trailer without talking about the uh, the movie? Because it's like. This shit looks like a really close remake.
0: Um the uh the effects are better.
1: <laughs> well how about we just start right now in Trey Watch, the segment where we talk yeah. about trailers. Do, 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 do. And we'll
0: just I guess since we're on the subject, start off with the Dune trailer and mm-hmm. uh it's, it's- Dune. It's For too.
1: sure. <laughs> Star Power is the name of the game on this one, uh, even more than last time. They got in the in the eighties the one they got um Patrick Stewart. That was their big get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like we got we got Patrick Stewart.
0: And we got we got yeah, no the, their big get was Sting. Oh yeah. yeah. Know, Sting.
2: I watched the credits just to see who was like who wowed me. And uh when Sting came up, in alphabetical order, of course. It was it was quite this surprise.
0: <laughs> so a funny story about Sting is that um this is this shows you the quality of sight Rotten Tomatoes is. Uh Rotten Tomatoes can't distinguish Sting the Wrestler from, from sting, sting, the sting the Singer. So when you click on Sting's page, its lowest rated movie is ready to rumble. And I'm like, I I hey, think that's the second. wrong Sting. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the uh, the one credit I will give the uh, 2020 version of Dune is that uh, the antagonists are bald instead of redheads. You know, so, I was like, yes. why? Progressivism. Let's
2: keep it original. Let's keep it pure and redhead. That was my favorite part of the movie. I don't movie, know where you were going with was, that one. It was the realist of, the realism of the, the redheaded villains, and I want more of that.
0: That's just they were all ginger. <laughs> they they made it. I a think point. they were all the a... same
1: person. I think that's what it was. Like he just made the entire race in his
0: image.
2: Yeah, like uh like Kim Jong-un well, sure. and stuff like that.
0: But they didn't have to make them redheads, <laughs> is my point.
2: No, it's in <laughs> they his image. Any other and what better image um. than a redhead To show, hey I'm fucking evil <laughs> And boils on the face Just to drive that fucking point home He's gross
0: He's a sweaty he is, man He is disgusting to look uh, at
2: But I think they did um, a little bit they, they they didn't go as gross with Dave Bautista In the 2020
1: version No, cause Dave Bautista's no. like You're gonna make me sweaty and gross with with I, pimples. I think he's supposed to be the beast, like the 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 fat nephew.
2: He's like, I can already do that. I don't I'm gonna think look up right. The cast right now, actually. So hold your horse. Um,
1: the, your yeah, one I, horse. I, I wanna... Um, yeah. I basically think that they Dune kind of holds like a a little bit of pop culture cachet now. Like before the '80s movie, it was like, oh, sci-fi thing. Like if there's not what a way I can best... just digest it without thinking. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, you know, pop culture viewers don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is generally regarded as like one of the best selling sci-fi series of all time. So, mm-hmm. uh, the novel series, and it as early as 19, I was reading some background on this, trying to understand what the fuck was going on. And um, as far back as 1971, they tried to adapt Dune into a movie and they had a lot of heavy hitters take a crack at it. Ridley Scott at one point tried to make a Dune movie and never saw the light of day. Eventually, uh, David Lynch got the reins, and we got a movie that not even he's proud of. <laughs> Certain releases of the movie, he had his name removed from the credits.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I do get why. Um, It's it's a tough one. Um, I don't know how Villeneuve... Villain View Villain Vaudeville is gonna do it. Um,
2: so Dave Patisa is the, the beast. Guy, so he's not he's, he's not the, the Baron. Uh Stellan Skarsgard uh, is the Baron. Oh Vladimir.
0: I wonder Conan. if he's related to uh, uh, Bill yeah, Skarsgard. But he's also
2: just famous in his own right. Um, all the Skarsgard brothers and father are pretty famous in Hollywood. Um I assume this yeah, is the Stellan father. Yeah, is... I, think, I believe Stellan was uh, Stellan. the professor in Thor.
0: Or he was... Uh,
1: sure, I saw that uh, movie. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yes, he was. He was
1: that.
2: And I think he was in other stuff um, that I remember him in.
0: He was in Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. <laughs> uh,
2: makes one more appearance, I think, or something like that. And then I think he's been in other stuff of just like being the... The science guy.
0: Yeah, his known f- his known for on IMDb includes uh, Goodwill Hunting, mm. uh, Nymphomaniac Volume One, Mama Mia, and Amistad. So uh, quite a yeah, quite a he's, mix. He's all over the
2: place. Um, some other notable yeah, references course. or other notable stuff. Uh, Josh Brolin is taking uh, Patrick Stewart's place as Gurney Halleck.
1: Um. Oh, I thought that was uh Jason the Spice Must Flow Momoa
2: Yeah, that's what I thought at first too cuz they were the ones fighting, right?
1: Yeah. The only thing Is he Stillgar? Is is Jason Mamoa Stillgar? Uh, still Jason, Jason, My, my man, man is Duncan Idaho. Uh Yeah. Oh, he's Duncan Idaho. Yeah. The guy who had be, one uh... who had two scenes in the original. Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: The one, the one redeeming uh, possibility that this movie presents is you can see a fight between Drax and Aquaman potentially. That's
2: that's gonna be really cool. Fair enough. I hope they, I hope they come through with a lot of this stuff.
0: I hope they, they like in that scene, they just like snap their fingers and they change costumes <laughs> into those characters. Like, there's your Marvel versus DC You're movie right happy there. Happy, filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aquaman's in the desert. You might say, "Why would Aquaman be in the desert?" And I'd say that's a good question. I don't know why they had a scene in the desert in the Aquaman movie. So if they're gonna do this entire
2: remake, it's gonna be a long <coughs> movie. I feel like.
0: <laughs> well, he was oh, the probably. guy
2: who made
1: Blade Runner twenty forty nine, so yeah. he's no stranger to uh, Dude, you know what Fuck long it. run times. That movie was I really ain't got good, shit though. To do. Let's do it. Right, which was why I think a lot of people have confidence that he can make a reasonable adaptation of the story it's
0: just from what i understand um i've never read dune so this is all like Mm -hmm. none of us have read dune aggregated third-party opinions um it's a it seems like it'd be very challenging novel to faithfully adapt because it's just so much like the first third of the book apparently is just like yeah, 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 pretty much just a dictionary huh. of terms. Um, like, we're getting all the, here's what this is, this is, and this is, and this is, and this is, and that's like the first third of the book, and then stuff happens I later, and it gets I would sitting through good.
2: 30 minutes of like a Webster's Dictionary, just, <laughs> just well, I mean, through.
1: Oh, do we just like a... In a movie? It's just 30 minutes of him in the study, like there was that first 10 minutes in the, in the, the movie we watched this week where he's like... Spice kit. desert, dune, desert planet. Yeah, spice. Spice.
2: Every time I, I thought of spice, spice, I I just kept on thinking of Star Wars, um, and I'm just like I yeah I can't help but but find the Star Wars uh uh inspirations in this, where spice Every- is the the drug of choice amongst the galaxy, and they can't just say like fucking methamphetamine or heroin
1: yeah the um, uh think it reminded me of which i guess was my pre-exposure to this to dune was the episode of south park where they try and get a sample of tom brady's shit because his microbiome is so healthy yeah. and they all call it the spice melange <laughs> so you the have like you have mr garrison he's like and, it, and they do the head whisper thing where they're like inner monologuing. he's like they know about the Spice Melange.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. I gotta watch that episode. Dude, that South Park just will, fucking... will take deep cuts from anywhere and just make it the best.
0: Yeah, like when we fucking had a Gurren Logan reference and The Fractured yeah. Butthole. <laughs> it's true. Uh,
1: and fucking, you know who else references Dune in pop culture that you wouldn't expect? Fucking Fatboy Slim. I saw this. <sighs> Weapon of choice mm, is the big Norman. ass Dune reference.
2: What? Weapon of choice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, is yeah, that a song? it's
1: you know you remember it's the music video with Christopher Walken yeah. jumping
0: around the fucking mall, and flying. Oh, I've never, no. I've okay. never seen the music
2: video. Are <laughs> <laughs> we not? Oh, they hurt. I've only seen, heard seen heard music videos for like <laughs> Fall Out Boy, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Back when I watched those on v- on VH1, waiting for school to
0: start. I see. Back when music videos were... I mean, I guess they still hey, make have them, you seen I, WAP? I haven't seen a music video. That. The last music... <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't seen that one. But I, the last music video I watched was related somewhat, and it was the <laughs> Anaconda music video. <laughs> then you'll like WAP. If you like that one, from the
2: makers of Anaconda.
0: <laughs> you like Big um, Booty Bitches? Here's more. I need to show you this, uh, but Diane. I need to show you guys this. So I'll put it on the server too. But Diane sent me the greatest video that's ever existed. It's Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> reading the lyrics to "WAP." I've seen that.
2: <laughs> just anybody. I've done that too. I've just like read it off, and it's like, God
0: damn, I feel this wet ass. I feel pussy. dirty reading this. <laughs> so, it does. It sounds like a Spit fucking.
1: Is it better than the one Squat where they me? made Drink they vocoded the Ben Shapiro to the lyrics? Yeah, Wet sp
0: word. <laughs> do a kegel while it's inside.
2: <laughs> Boy fucking played himself when he was like, "Hey, this is dirty."
1: Oh, that was one of the one, one of the on better on internet roasts out there.
2: there. There was somebody who like whom who mocked <laughs> him and. Came up with his own one. <laughs> it was like he's like, "This is this is empirically true. This is empirically true because humans nature do not want to get wet. I've never been wet in my life. My wife has never <laughs> been wet. That is a gynecological issue. <laughs> Pussies do not get wet, and and they just don't care about
0: your feelings." Like what? <laughs> he he used to like make some salient points, but now he's just like gone full on I, self parody yeah. where he just He's, has to take the contrarian stance on everything no matter how stupid i've definitely it seen it him
2: sound. get more and more just like for the entertainment purposes of his show just like slide right into that role and it's definitely gone downhill for him i think so yeah yeah,
0: yeah. but enough about Anywho, that and, um, and
2: no, no need to talk more about ben shibibo um zendaya's in this movie <laughs> So it's going to be the best.
0: Zendaya is Michi. Jake, don't fucking shout the name.
2: <laughs> is she going to show up? If I say it three times in a mirror, is she going to show up and slit my throat?
0: <laughs> no, our call's going to drop and we're going to have to scramble to fix it in post. <laughs>
2: um, we do see some of the costumes, which we're going to see. Uh, I hope they I hope they go through and rigorously explain how uh, how water is made for, in their suits. <laughs> Uh, filters out their sweat
0: that was you know very important to the plot <laughs> of the movie. <laughs>
2: it's like you can drink it like a camelback from your chest and it's sweat water
1: they see they explain
0: but all, I just all that really shit. needed the detailed explanation <laughs> of that versus any explanation of what the fuck's going on right even the fucking shields like oh we have polygons around us now what
2: was up with that they never did anything with those again
0: (laughs) nope i'm sure they were in the book and played a central role in the book but they just had to get in there so fans could go i know what that (laughs)
2: is (laughs) look at our polygons look at our defenses we are so good Maybe they are on the training things.
0: I'm screaming geometrically. (laughs) Yeah, so um, that's Dune. Dune. It's it's Dune. Um, Hey, you guys ever wonder what would happen if uh, Rob Schneider's The Hot Chick had a baby with Happy Death Day?
2: It's Freaky Friday. No.
0: Well, well, I've got news for you folks. Uh, Freaky is that exact movie from the director of happy death day. Blumhouse brings you freaky, a movie in which the, uh, very attractive blonde girl who, uh, says boys never noticed her gets uh, murdered. And, uh, but she doesn't die. She switches bodies with the murderer and now, uh, little blonde girl is super murderer because she has the consciousness of the murderer inside her body. And Vince Vaughn, who was the regular murderer uh, now is, is pe- peppy blonde girl and they have to get their bodies back.
1: I never took Vince Dad Vaughn as a murderer. Stupid. Is this, the this is the prequel
0: to uh fighting with my family. I assume. I, that's how he got, that's really what got him out of the wrestling business. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this movie looks like a, yeah. a hot load of horse And
0: I'll watch Vince Vaughn in the full name of the trailer. I'm like, what?
2: Uh, yeah, somebody was just like, somebody... This this just goes to show you, all of Blumhouse's ideas are just like, hey, what if Freaky Friday was a horror movie? And
1: they're like, fuck it. Well, they have that fucking... Send it. That Blumhouse, like, welcome to the Blumhouse, and all those, like streaming shows where they take all their really b-movie ideas that they can't they're like we can't we just can't make a feature out of this if this can't make duck, duck cut, goose so. it's just not it <laughs> doesn't test well with the 18 to 30 that 18 demo will
0: test well shut your mouth duck duck <laughs> goose will be the demo god of this generation it's <laughs> because they hired josh Trank to direct he just doesn't know the source material <laughs> they didn't call us Blumhouse you gotta call us We'll get you your Contact our people
2: We'll get
0: you your spider... goose Oh I like that Spider Geronimo Here has a great comment uh, What kids movie will be turned into a horror movie next Herbie Ghost postal Who slaughtered Roger Rabbit Honey I blew up the killer Frackle lock revenge <laughs> <laughs> All movies I'd be more interested in Than freaky uh, I love how uninspired the title. They like didn't even try to hide that this is this is Freaky Friday. Yeah, it, it really was. <laughs> the only thing they could have done that would have made it worse is if they called it Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> you know
2: what? For, I would have, I would have, I would have been fine with that. Lean into it. That Fucking would have leaned into
0: it, guys. <laughs> I, they should have leaned into it because it's coming out Friday, November thirteenth. That would have been
2: perfect. I bet you there was some like rights issue over like Friday the thirteenth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, whatever studio owns that was no, probably like You're nah, not selling our name. <laughs> <laughs> the good name of the Friday the thirteenth franchise. Is there
2: another Friday the thirteenth movie right.
0: coming out? Alright, guys.
1: So while we were doing this, yeah. sorry, I have to I had this thought, it just came unbidden into my mind because I was thinking about other kids' movies that you could turn into horror movies. I'm Spy thinking kids. for MMA's the holidays much there, huh? Spy kids. It's pretty much already there. It's <laughs> true. Um, I was thinking for the holidays, uh, Santa Claus, the devil's contract.
0: Where instead of they turning... actually, yeah. So are you aware of the movie Santa's sleigh? Mm, kind of. So there's a movie called Santa's Slay where Bill Goldberg plays Santa uh, but Santa is actually the Antichrist, and he was sentenced to uh, deliver presents for a thousand years as punishment. But in this movie, the thousand years are up. He I'm finally people. free.
2: Oh, why, why was there such an arbitrary number of a <laughs> thousand?
1: Fuck it. I don't it know. Thousand nice. years.
0: Were you expecting good writing from Santa <laughs> One
1: thousand years. Was it Jack
2: Um, Frost movie that, like, the snowman was a killer. Yeah,
0: it's
1: a. And he he rapes a girl. Shit. Yeah. And she can't, like, get away because she tries to, like, push him away, but her hands go through the snowman.
2: That would. That would. (laughs) It's
1: it's fucked up.
2: Oh, no. This
0: is why I don't watch horror movies. I want to watch that. Stupid and fucking. Well then, don't. Oh. It's like in Evil Dead when the fucking trees rape a girl. <laughs>
2: hey, look, that she was asking for it. The trees right there, and she was wearing something slutty.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to make a tree pun out of this, but I can't.
0: Just leave get it be. Get
2: nutted.
1: <laughs>
0: ah. Just leave it be.
2: <laughs> I'm on a tagline kick today. <laughs> trees got to get that nut. Um, so in the spirit of Halloween, you really got your yeah. roots in it.
0: <laughs>
2: it's dying a
1: silent death over here. Don't know what I me. Mean.
2: Christ. Um, in the spirit of Halloween, uh, some, you mean some the, could... aspirational movie director was like, what happens if we cross, um, not Billy Madison, uh, the water boy with Halloween. And we we okay. get be Halloween.
0: Yeah. So remember when Adam Sandler said that if he didn't get nominated for Uncut Gems, he was going to make an intentionally terrible movie? Pretty sure this is that movie. <laughs> actually... So Academy, you have yourselves <laughs> to blame. Did he actually
2: say that? That's yes. so funny. <laughs> did he not get, did I even get oh. nominated for it? I oh, thought something from Uncut Gems got nominated. Did
1: he, did he meet the... He didn't meet the diversity quota.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie... Actually, I don't think that movie... No. I mean, you got Kevin Garnett in there. He's black. You had The Weeknd in there. Yeah, he's black. Enough.
1: They had The Weeknd um, in there?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's like in there for like two minutes. Adam Sandler's Jewish. Adam Sandler's so girlfriend.
1: Diversity pick.
0: Yeah, but the Jews control <laughs> Hollywood, I'm told. So that doesn't count. <laughs>
2: So Hubie Halloween is, um, man, it's a movie. It's a fucking movie, dude.
0: Um, Yeah, I guess you can say that. It's got people in it. It's got all of Adam Sandler's friends. It's got all of his friends. Uh, so, they can, so they can get another paycheck on Netflix's dime. <laughs> yep. Straight what's their Netflix
2: God. is starting to become a meme at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I believe Adam Sandler signed, like, a six- or eight-picture deal with Netflix for a stupid amount of money. And what he does is he makes these movies for as little money as possible. So he and his friends just pocket the rest. And they'll film in exotic locations. So they just, like, have a vacation, shoot the film in, like, a day of their week-long vacation, and just Mm -hmm. rake in the dough. That's, um... Oh, what's that
1: part of money laundering? I think it's it's I don't this is not actual money laundering, I don't think. It's just it has all the hallmarks of it. It's embezzlement. Embezzlement, sure. Yeah, sure. Um but what's that what's that term where they mix in the 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 money that you're pocketing with the with the legit budget?
0: I think that's just the act laundering. Yeah. I, I watched
1: a clip from Breaking Bad about it.
2: Yeah, so like That's the only you, thing. It's I know like about you money charge laundering. like a uh, you know, $200,000 for like uh, a few air conditioners. For the
1: hotels, for the for the drinks, for the services, for the travel, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Hollywood yeah.
0: accounting's like that too, where the studio will uh, set up a production company and then that production company that they own will build them for like $500,000. So technically, the movie didn't make any profit. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> And they don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> if you want to yeah. see about a, if you want to see a documentary about this,
1: um, Mel Brooks did a really good job with uh, his his down to earth, his hard hitting crime documentary, The Producers. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, really, really gritty, realistic take I on that. that. I mean, you got I understand it all in that's there exactly. How
1: Elderly it is. abuse, white supremacy.
0: It's all there. That's it.
2: Ozark Ozark goes into really good detail about money laundering. That's why I think, like, if I ever get, like, charged with any white-collar crime, it's going to be, like, money laundering or something like that. Or any crime, it's going to be something like that.
0: I love how you say, if I ever get charged with. Sorry, when... Not, like, if I ever commit...
2: When when I I inevitably get charged with and commit and fully responsible for any sort of crime, it's going to be a white-collar crime like money laundering.
0: White, white, white 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 collar. collar. Man,
2: my collars are going to be bopping off my shirt.
0: Blue collars. I'm going to get like raked into like the
2: plot of Ozark. I'm going to get raked into some drug cartel and they're going to be like, you better fucking launder this, Jake, because we got nobody else to go to.
1: (laughs) And we've got no detergent.
2: And Still here on. I am. I just throw it in my Samsung washer and put it on rinse.
1: <laughs> uh, does it, does it look right, up to well, your phone, Jake, or your or your, uh, your watch?
0: Any of that? That's all we have to say about Hubie Halloween. It does. <laughs> you do have <laughs> a washing machine app on your Newbie phone. about Hubie
2: Halloween? There's there's a dumb guy who really likes Halloween. And it...
0: but he tries to keep the citizens safe, and Keenan Thompson hangs up on him when there's actual trouble. The message is the same as the boy yeah. who cried wolf except in this instance the boy who cried wolf has a grappling hook in his thermos. Good god.
2: That's pretty
1: funny. This not, sounds I I have not seen this trailer. I skipped over it cuz it looked like a like
0: a terrible Netflix show. I was like oh, I mean. we won't be talking about this trailer this week, right? Oh, no,
1: of
2: course we fucking
0: are. Dude, Peter, we always talk about horrible Netflix shows. How long have you been doing These this show? Saturn Spot Four years Come now. On. I don't know anymore. <laughs>
1: I I haven't (laughs) left this seat You think I go, but when I hang up I just sit here I don't have a clock or anything
0: Peter, you and I have been doing this podcast For 4.75 years (laughs) We've been doing Saturn studs For uh, Almost 5 years It'll be 5 years next month That's fucking wild It's
1: fucking wild like a wildflower Like a stallion (laughs)
0: Do you have any more trailers? That's all I had. I had... We
1: had Save Yourselves.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Save Yourselves. The, uh, the Millennials are fucking helpless. I'm tied to their phone.
1: Um, yep. Yeah. They get attacked by Tribbles. What it looks like. Tribbles? Um, tribbles. No, so it's two of your most stereotypical hipster Millennials. You know, the kind... like. They're just like, if you turned avocado toast memes into people, this is what you'd get. Pretty much. Um, and they, they're they like, we're going to go on a retreat without our phones, without our stuff. Um, and then they go, things happen, and they're like, oh, man, I wish I had my phone. I don't know how to chop wood. We have no skill. They literally say, we have no skills. That's a line that's dictated in the movie.
0: So this is... Uh angry boomer screenwriter venting I, his frustrations maybe some boomer
1: um yeah and like uh they they have to deal with an alien invasion of some sort uh, it's quirky and funny um but the yeah the alien that's in their cabin is it's just a puffball it's a big fat tribble basically mm-hmm. i don't know what it does I don't know what. Maybe it doesn't even do anything, and they're just overreacting. That's the joke. Well, it doesn't do
0: anything unless you feed it after midnight or get (laughs) it wet.
1: Well, the
2: one girl or guy was wearing it as a hat, so like, not that dangerous, right away at least.
0: Yeah, unless yeah, unless you get them wet.
2: So I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like that, or they. There's some rule with Eternity.
0: You know what? That, that's something they never really explained in Gremlins. Like, what's the window you can't feed them in? Cause I technically, thought they talked about that in Gremlins, too. after midnight.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a whole scene in Gremlins, too, where they're, like, they're trying to explain it in the tower. Like, none of this makes sense. None of this works. <laughs> so they definitely they hang that, that lampshade.
0: after midnight. Yeah. <laughs>
2: The original writers are just like shit.
0: all hours of the day or after midnight. Just like shit, they found our loophole. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> John Landis, I believe, wrote Gremlins. He is Max Landis's more successful father. Oh yes, and hopefully less molesty Yeah, man. A- aka the only reason <sighs> Max Landis ever got a job.
2: <laughs> yeah. Pretty.
0: I mean, look at his track record. He's written one good movie chronicle and a lot of other chronicle things is a that's good more than movie? canceled out by Ooh. I mean yes but when you compare it to things like I Frankenstein or Bright uh, uh, <laughs> he wrote bright yikes he did well and not only did he write bright I think we've we've shared this amongst ourselves. He he tweeted it out like it could be the next Star Wars. Like, those were actual words that he said and probably believed. I could see that. He just, I could see that. No,
2: no, hear me out. I could see that. He just forgot the Christmas holiday special.
1: Okay, at the end of the tweet? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was,
0: it could be the next Star Wars if he's talking about, like, the prequels or the sequels. Mm-hmm. Which I've I've heard rumor that there's uh, some plans at uh, Lucasfilms to decanonize the sequel trilogy. Okay, the sequel
2: trilogy,
1: <laughs> or the yeah, oh, so um, they can do th- and they'll just do the Thrawn trilogy instead.
0: I've heard now. I've heard I've read conflicting reports on this. I've heard both this has happening or and it's bullshit. So. Grain of salt here, but apparently there's a internal struggle going on at Lucas Films, and there's potential that Kathleen Kennedy is going to get pushed I that. out. I heard. I heard that
2: was like a thing. Or
0: step aside to start her own all female production company, um, and they're going to use the Force Veil uh, thing to strip the canon away from uh, the sequel trilogy and make new movies and presumably John Favreau and uh, David Fellini are going to be the primary Filoni and maybe even George Lucas are going to be the primary uh, creative voices in the new movies
2: I I wouldn't mind that I mean they've done pretty good work with Mandalorian and Dave Filoni's got a incredible track record with uh, Clone Wars and Avatar The Last Airbender and all that jazz mm-hmm. with like just storytelling in general.
0: Yeah. And George just, Lucas just when he's being... working with other people is fine when he mm-hmm. has unrestricted creative control. Yeah. <laughs> you get this is it's sand. A, yeah, I hate sand. It's rough and coarse. It gets it's, everywhere.
2: <laughs> the problem I had with the sequel trilogy is it made me like the prequel trilogy more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like by comparison, I owe George Lucas an apology. I didn't think they could get worse, Yeah, but it turns out they could. Now,
1: I want you to imagine, if you would, I'm just thinking about George Lucas and how he wrote the prequels. George Lucas co-writing a screenplay with Dan Aykroyd. The movie is 10 hours. It's all stuff. It's just filled to the brim with madness.
2: I figured it'd be a one big commercial Eight for hours Crystal Skull
1: vodka.
0: Eight hours of it would be uh just Galactic Senate stuff and you would see on several of the ambassadors like floating pods there'd be bottles of crystals. You know, skull I vodka.
2: wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind something like that where it's a, just a Galactic Senate sort of thing, but filmed like West Wing.
1: Yeah, it just made no, you got to make it a government conspiracy movie, but in space. Yeah. With
0: aliens. If you knew that that's what it was going in, I think it could work. (laughs) The problem was you went in expecting Star Wars and you got C SPAN in space. The Emperor
2: did Death Star 1.
0: (laughs) The Death Star blowing, the destruction of the Death Star was an inside job. (laughs) How? X Wings can't meet can't blow up reactor cores. <laughs> <laughs> Photon torpedoes can't <laughs> blow up exhaust.
2: I'm going to turn at a 90 degree angle. It's
0: 912 everyone. Hooray. It is. Um, all right. We follow that up with uh, the follow up which is the segment where we take a look at the financial and critical success of some of the movies we talk about on Watch and We have it, boys. We have the first opening since the pandemic to, like, make real movie money. Now, granted, I'm sure this movie would have made five times as much if it had released not in the pandemic, but Tenet opened this week at number one with $20.2 million in its opening weekend, trouncing the second place New Mutants, which brought in a whole 3.7, and it's, well, it says it's a, it's a, it's its opening week, but it opened last week, so that's bullshit. Um, internationally, Tenet grossed $132 million. Um, so worldwide, it's already made $150 million, which is you know impressive for a film release in the middle of a global pandemic. Uh, New Mutants made eight million dollars internationally, so that's up to twenty one worldwide. So I think it recouped its budget, or pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's it's fine, I guess. The world is healing. Speaking of New Mutants and Fox X Men, so on Disney Plus they put up a few of the Fox X Men movies, but not all of them, and it bothers me. They put up the original X Men, and I saw that. And they put up Days of Future Past and The Wolverine. And when we were like, oh, what do you want to do? I was like, oh, maybe X2, X-Men United's on Disney Plus now. That'd be a fun one to look at. But it wasn't there. Disney, what the fuck are you doing? Put them all up there.
2: Mutant lives matter. (laughs) (laughs) It was too close to BLM. They They were afraid.
0: The whole X-Men series was an <laughs> allegory for the civil rights movement.
2: <laughs> no, the first one was about a little girl who could suck people off with her hand, right?
0: What? Well, <laughs> I'm talking about the comics, number one, and that's I'm not quite how that I'm talking about the movies, because the
2: movies exist on Disney <laughs> Plus.
0: Well, yeah, but you still have the whole mutants are... Feared and shunned by society right. because they were born different.
2: The bigger thing in X two um, and X three.
0: Well, no, there was nothing big about X three. Uh yes. Unhinged in Third There was
2: a Birdman that cut off his wings, excuse you. Rest in peace, Angel. Or whatever the fuck his name was. Birdman. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey Birdman.
0: <laughs> Harvey. Yeah, I hear he's an attorney these <laughs> days. Uh, two point two for 2.2 2 million for uh, Unhinged. A lot of these are, are shown to still have just opened, which is weird. Uh, 12 million domestic for Unhinged another 12 million international, so it's made $24 million. How the fuck did that make $24 million? Bill and Ted face the music in fourth. Bring in eight hundred and seventy-nine thousand dollars. I do believe that this is like available to stream uh but like for like twenty bucks. So I'm pretty sure that's cutting into its gross. People just like, oh, if I can stay in, I'll stay in.
1: There is a one out of ten review that's just called nineteen ninety-nine
0: to watch this movie. <laughs> uh that's made two point five million dollars domestic, two hundred and sixteen thousand international, so two point seven overall um and it just happens to be our spotlight film this week so uh you like we said you can watch it now on any streaming platform for 20 bucks or you can go if you're brave out to a theater and watch it for maybe like half that um well it's only in 900 theaters so you might uh have your options limited there but it's Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's doing... On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 81%, which is quite high. Uh, Let me check the audience score on that. Uh, 75% audience score, too. It only has a 6.3 on IMDb. Uh, 77% of Google users like this movie, which is low. Most of the time, even on shitty movies, (laughs) we see that up in the 90s. Uh, Common Sense Media scores it as a 4 out of 5. They always throw in one random outlet on the uh, main Google results page. And as a 66 on Metacritic, which is okay. Uh, Metacritic, that's a pretty decent score. Uh, but, you know, we always try to bring you the truth. The truth. And to get the truth, you need to go down to the streets because that's where it's real. That's where it's happening. So we're going to read some IMDb user reviews. And see what people think We're gonna cover the gamut We got some one star reviews We got some ten star reviews And some other positive reviews And negative reviews And middling reviews And we're gonna try to figure out Just what the deal with this movie is I can do dramatic pauses Because we're on video now <laughs> it, it translates not just dead air Yeah um, So I will start with Hassan Khalifa And his review of uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, it's a 10 out of 10, with the title simply, The. Warning, spoilers. I don't know is the what made me give this a 10 out of 10. The way we go through life not knowing but trying is what this beautiful movie represents to me, I guess. And the idea of reuniting the world, world's, Together through space and time with music, the universal language is lovely because it restore our innocence. Zero of two found that helpful. Yeah,
2: uh, there's a lot, a lot of people who did not like this movie.
0: There were a lot of ten star reviews too. Yeah. So that's probably that's why weird. I got a six point three. Just the different polls. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Um, because of sixty two reviews that were one out of ten. Um. And mystique, or mystic, M- mystikey, I don't know, uh, female. geometry. They call it, one out of ten, a female reboot. Yikes, we know where this is going. It's not about Bill and Ted, but more about the female characters. Looks like it was supposed to be a female reboot all along, but some producer changed his mind after looking at some some of the female Ghostbusters revenue. This movie is embarrassing. It's notable because it's 70 out of 119 found this helpful. It's quite a bit. Wow. So wow. you said there were 68
0: one-star reviews? 62 one-star reviews. There were 93 oh. 10-star reviews. I have no
1: idea how many uh, middling reviews there are, but I've got one here. This is a straight 5 out of 10 from Ops52535. Um, five out of ten. Mohawk goes down with Curly So and Kind Off China Syndrome. All right. And Curiosity killed that darn cat. And the funny thing is, at Norwegian TV on my last night shift, they broadcasted the 1989 version of the Bill and Ted story, and age has plowed deep furs in the frontal lobe on these guys. It was and still is a time travel flick. Some better graphics today, but the story acting and comedy are just as laughworthy and lame as the mentioned one. It's all about making a sing-along song to save the world from falling down to hell. Billy's too. Time travel can be fun. I have. And if you like the first film with five destinations in the plot, there must be 20 in this new film. And the number of travelers are vast. I lost the count. But Hendrix and Armstrong shows up and saves some grains of Mother Earth. The timeline are just immense and completely hopeless, so if you're not in the reministic mood or not a Bill and Ted nerd, then you will shapeshift into Frankie Goes to Hollywood, where the world is his oyster, and two tribes go to warhood. Good God, yeah. What is it good for? Absolute vodka.
0: The grumpy old man
1: may recommend if you can defend. I've made up my mind. This will be sent into oblivious darkest corners, and do see the original first. Three out of eleven.
0: Okay, um, I just want to pause for a little bit here. And uh, did he imply in that review that he has time traveled? I really don't know. I believe the line was, time travel can be fun. I have. Yeah. And then he continued the review. <laughs> yes. So I, this man is a time traveler. And That's why Jake he's Frank talking. The this is why fan. we go to the he's streets. He's speaking language of the future. <laughs> This is why yeah. we go to the streets. Everybody. You're not going to find a professional critic for the LA Times. Exactly. A time You're, just, You're just not going to, it's just not going to happen. happen. He knows. Oh, okay. I finally got the last line of
1: this middle paragraph because he goes, war. Good God. What is it good for absolute vodka?
0: Yeah. Like huh. they were all song lyrics. I like
1: it. He gotcha.
0: needs to take advice from uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood and just relax. Just and don't do it. Don't hit submit on your IMDb user review.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it may sound like a good I Think good it was a Norwegian
0: man from the Norwegian land. What a funny review, um, though.
1: What a funny review.
0: Yeah. So I have one from Cosmos Seven Nine Eight Seven Zero. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Ten out of ten. September seventh. I love it. <laughs> this gave tears. In a good way. That's parenthetical. It also gave me motivation to grab my guitar again. Space, comma, BCS. As we grow, our time is getting smaller. And jobs, ADN. Other things don't let us enjoy our life in 100%. Two period ellipses, new paragraph. (laughs) I understand some people got trigger in the way most movies use feminist and LGBT stuffs. To take likes slash reviews, BCS, most movies run out of fantasy and ideas, and so they using those people. But I didn't, spelt D-I-N-T, notice something like L-I-E-K, that it was pure in way of equality. Ellipses, new paragraph. (laughs) To close, it was good like old days, and even better, space, Two periods. I hope this reach this reach to the most people and don't bother on hate comments. I have three.
2: People syntax needs help. <laughs> God,
0: this was the most poorly written. So I just Can, had to can't. Can't
2: they it. just code in like an autocorrect or like a, a, a spell check into their IMDb user write review page thing? Just fuck. Anyways, a uh, good I thought. It was a one out of ten. Bill and Ted go woke and will go broke. This was awful. I have been looking forward to this for years, but on just watching it, it was awful. It's just woke nonsense without an e at the end. Fuck. First of all, in a future, or in the future, so woke nonsense. Huh? It's nonsense. It oh, okay. doesn't have an e at the end.
0: I thought the woke didn't have an e. I'm like walk, walk nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> My stir fry's gone crazy. This is ridiculous.
2: Why is this not working? <laughs> oh gosh. First of all, in the future, all the world's leaders are all women. Okay, if this is true, holy shit. Ted has a non-binary trans daughter son, who played it as the most annoying character in film history. The I... plan to bring back the best musicians from all of history. All of them. Bar Mozart Mozart uh, uh, are back. We have a camp hyper homosexual stereotype killer robot, which is just offensive. And I don't want to spoil the ending, but think of the worst woke female feminist retcon possible, and you've got it here. I wanted to love this movie. I thought... Even if it was okay, I will love it. But typical Hollywood ruined it. If this had, be- if this had of been made just a few years earlier, it could have been great. Where is the phone box to send me back five years so this can be good? Eleven out of seventeen found this helpful.
0: I got bad news for you, dude. You gotta go back at least seven years. You gotta be pre twenty fourteen.
1: Yeah, gotta
2: go way <laughs> yeah. back.
1: We gotta go way back. Way. Um, and i mean we couldn't do a a bill and ted review for the reviews without say without me mentioning how many of these reviews they just they all put in party on dudes bogus and and all that jazz yeah there's a lot of be excellent to each other <sighs> there's a lot of that too. so to cap that off i will i will give you carlos 512's review six out of ten it's okay bill and ted face the music cool dudes if you're a fan of Bill and Ted since 1989, then this one's for you. The outstanding dudes do what they're expected to do. This time, saving the world and reality as we know it, together with their daughters. A really nice family treat. The opening is hilarious. I like this new Bill and Ted, giving it a 6 out of 10. I think kids and adults would like it too. 1 out of 8.
0: There you well, that was here. very thought-reasoned and rational. yeah. <laughs> What the fuck, Peter?
2: <laughs> I come to Peter for the craziness. The just unadulterated, just nonsensical, who let
0: this man have a
1: keyboard? Yeah, yeah. yo, I owe, it to, I owe it to Keanu.
0: Keanu and yeah, no, we're, Bill we're Winters. Busting your balls, eh? Busting um, makes me review good. <laughs> uh Back to the uh, box office charts here. Personal history of David Copperfield bringing in 425,000. Words on bathroom walls, 354,000. The SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, 345,000. <laughs> Peninsula, 78,097 theaters. Cutthroat City, 71,000 in 131 theaters. And Tulsa rounds out The top 10 bring in $32,000 in 82 theaters. Oh, and it's back. Killer Raccoons 2. Dark Christmas and the Dog has reemerged in 22nd, bringing in $167. (laughs) I think one theater was just like, you know what? Hey, everybody
2: hear about this movie? (laughs) I feel like more people need to hear about this movie.
0: $12,000 for Killer Raccoons to dark christmas in the dark and i need to point out how this movie how the title is is put up it's killer raccoons exclamation mark two exclamation mark dark christmas in the dark christmas exclamation in
2: the mark. dark oh god that's funny yep that, that's how it is on the title page or on the, with the thumbnail yep <laughs> that's fantastic
0: yeah I think at some point we might have to watch that. Movie. I, I
2: would be totally down for that. Uh, that's our Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, holiday special. Saturn's studs holiday special. All right, let's move on to that gaming news. Um, Gateway is back selling PCs, and no, it is not 1999. Uh, Gateway has come out with some new SKUs ranging in price from 200 to $1,200. And uh, some of them aren't half bad. Uh, according to the press release, the new Gateway PCs will range in that price. However, Walmart seems to be selling some of the higher-end models for a bit below that MSRP. For example, the top SKU and the one that's... Probably most worth buying is a nine a thousand dollar laptop config powered by a Core i5 10300H Comet Lake processor, a Nvidia 2060 GPU, eight gigs of RAM, and a 256 gigabyte SSD. Also has a 15 inch 15.6 inch display that's 1920 by 1080 with 120 hertz refresh rate. So that's actually not a bad. Laptop for that price, especially.
2: Yeah, especially with a 256 SSD.
0: Yeah, and I believe it comes with Xbox Game Pass. Speaking of Xbox Game Pass, um, and Xbox in general, the Xbox One X and One S have been revealed to the public, and we have prices for both. The One or the Series S uh, will retail for 299. And the Series X will retail for 499 dollars But Microsoft has made a very interesting uh, offer to people. So you can finance your console purchase for 24 months, zero interest, and included as part of the financing terms, you get a 24-month subscription to Xbox Game Pass. So for like, I think it's works out to be... Oh 25 ish a month for the Series S and like 38 ish a yeah. month for the uh Series X.
2: Right.
0: You get the console and hundreds of games to play on the console. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty killer it's deal. It's like
2: what? Isn't isn't the Game Pass already like $15 a month?
0: Yeah. So it's like so you 10 get
2: extra dollars and you can get the new console if you want 20 extra dollars if you have some extra cash every month. Dude, get the brand new, like top of the line Xbox console.
0: And if you can still like pay it off, so like if you're like I have two hundred dollars, I can put down on this console. You can put that two hundred dollars down on your Series X, and you only have to yeah. finance the three hundred. This is
2: exactly how you sell new and expensive products during a pandemic, when when cash might be tight for some families. You just offer it through financing and then whenever if they want to pay it off later they can uh
1: all i'm thinking whenever i when i heard this that's great it is good all i'm thinking though is just car commercials where they like i see them advertising the xbox one s it's driving around in the desert it's skating on the sand and the 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 graphics pop up zero percent apr financing for 12 months that's a good deal. If you can get it.
2: <laughs> it is funny though. It is funny Zero that there's now there's financing on this shit. There's financing Visit on phones. Your
0: Xbox dealership today. You can get financing on pretty much everything. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like owing money, but I for one am a big fan of financing things because it allows you to uh, have these things as long as you're smart about it. And you like, I have the money. I could afford to pay this lump sum, mm-hmm. but I'll finance yeah. it so I can keep more of my money and build my savings and stuff while enjoying this thing that mm-hmm. I have.
1: If you're if you know if you're good with your money and you're smart, you can start doing the the dark magic that is making money off debt.
0: You could do all that weird shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not quite not. there yet, but I uh I manage debt strategically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of it. So that makes it easier to do. Um Baldur's Gate 3 will let you decide a streamer's dialogue choices in the story. So through a integration with Twitch and YouTube, your viewers on your stream can, I guess, vote to determine what dialogue choice your character will
2: pick. That's interesting. Hmm.
0: Which is very interesting. And I see this going wrong <sighs> in... So many fucking ways. Twitch plays They'll probably
1: really trim it as much as they have to. I mean, yeah. they just saw was it, so this is just Twitch plays. Buffer well, it's this. not like a
0: Twitch plays. So like, the the person streaming would be able to like. Maybe there's an override. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm sure you can turn it off. Um, but you can still like as the streamer like you build the character the way you want and like you know combat's all you but you can Mm -hmm. give the option for your audience too it's just like official integration for what i'm sure already happens in a lot of these where it's like okay guys what do you think we should do like when we play mass effect and i put it to you guys you guys want to go this thing and that thing um And I'm sure you can either turn it off or just choose to override that So you don't have like a bunch of trolls coming in and being like, oh, you're clearly going for this thing Let me just throw a wrench in that yeah. start pick fights with everybody and shit like that. Yeah Yeah, that,
2: that's interesting. I, I like that idea.
0: I think yeah, that's a cool cool thing Baldur's Gate 3 will early access launch at the end of the month um so, I've been thinking about getting it Be on the lookout for that.
2: Um, I we have a lot of friends yeah, cuz we'll it's probably so similar it. to like D&D and our group really likes uh different things with D&D, so it's uh interesting for us. We might want to make a party.
0: Baldur's Gate is well known for being good. Of course, that was back in the olden days when bioware you know didn't make anthem. Hmm. Hey, anthem. Um, we knew it was happening. It was a matter of if or when, not if. But Ninja is returning. The Prodigal Son has returned to Twitch. Uh, once Mixer shut down, we knew it was only a matter of time before this happened. And he he made out like a bandit. He got all that money from Microsoft, and he uh, gets to go right back to Twitch, where he had a bigger following.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, was, I was wondering if he was going to ever go to YouTube or and try to try to no. move that path over to there, but I guess Twitch was the way to do it. Because nah. I know some people are moving over to YouTube slowly but surely. I, Dr. Disrespect is uh, on YouTube now, and he's not... Still no word on why he got banned uh, from Twitch.
0: Yeah, he didn't really have much choice on moving to YouTube. Yeah,
2: well, Facebook Gaming, I guess, but...
0: <laughs> well the thing about YouTube is like they've kind of like maybe now that the, the landscape's changed a little bit but they shut down like the YouTube gaming app and the gaming section of the site like they've really kind of like all right we gave it a shot as, as Google's want to do they're like oh we gave it a shot we didn't make we weren't immediately the best and biggest at this so we'll just quit yeah um well so th-
2: no they're they're streamlined maybe it, they're they're just
0: well, that's, it's, I mean, that's their, always what they say. They're streamlining It's still there. It, they've taken, the, it's still there, but they are not supporting it, or at least they weren't, well, Mixer was around supporting it very actively. Mm-hmm. Maybe now that's changing because there are big personalities they can get, but.
2: Well, they already have some big personalities on there. PewDiePie, who's exclusive to YouTube gaming now. Um, I don't know if Dr. Disrespect signed anything for them, but. It sure, seems like he's. Exclusive. He's got nowhere else to go. They pretty much have know, him yeah. by the balls. I, I, I don't know if they signed anything with him, but uh I, I wouldn't. Be, I, I doubt they did, to be honest. Because PewDiePie could yeah, have. Yeah, like I to touch- wouldn't honestly,
0: yeah. because like, where's Doctor Disrespect going to go? You want to go on Facebook Gaming? Sure. Yeah. Have fun with that platform that I'm sure has like very little traffic. I don't
2: know. They, they, he said uh, he, got, he got pretty big. uh attraction at least when he started back up I don't know if he's held on to those numbers I doubt he did they've obviously gone down but
0: uh, yeah I'm sure it's a curiosity thing like oh is he going to talk about why he got banned from Twitch nope okay I will not watch this yeah, then well,
2: it's also because he doesn't know so hopefully he's going to sue the shit out of Twitch or whatever
0: yeah that's not going to go well for him ah. even if he's in the right Twitch can just bury him under legal fees Uh, that's, that's your, your, your civil system for you. Uh, speaking of lawsuits, uh, Apple has banned Fortnite from the iOS app store for a minimum of one year. So unless Epic wins the court case or drops the lawsuit, it's looking like Fortnite. (laughs)
2: You're not going to win against Apple. I don't, I don't understand. I never understood why they wanted to do this in the first place. they so, like, they're stirring the pot for no reason, for, for a because good reason. Because the opportunity,
0: but... the opportunity cost to Epic is low. Like, I don't think the iOS platform was like anywhere near their biggest moneymaker. No. And if they can get their hooks in the iOS platform where they can run their own store, the potential gain is quite large. Yeah.
2: And it would also set precedent for Google as well, because the same thing is happening to Android. It's like everybody wants to talk about iOS, but it's like the same shit happened to the Google Play Store.
0: Well, yeah, but it's a little bit different on Android because there are multiple storefronts. Like Samsung has a store, Amazon has a store. So, like, you can make the argument that's less monopolistic. But Apple, in Apple's case, you know, they... You can only buy through their app store. Like they own the OS, the the means of purchasing for it. Like they're very very closed ecosystem, and it works fine enough for most people. But Epic is like,
2: I don't even know where you can download it now. I don't know if I checked on the Samsung store.
0: I think it's on the Samsung store. Uh, We got a release date for the 3070. It will be releasing on October fifteenth. They said sometime in October at the original GeForce Now presser. So uh that's that's nice. That's only a month behind the 3080. Um, availability of these cards is still kind of uh we're not sure how, how well that's gonna be. Supply probably limited because of COVID. Uh so it might be difficult to get I'm gonna do my damnedest to get one. I'll I'm willing to pay a premium, but not a ridiculous premium. I will I will wait. I, I think I'll go as high as 150 above MSRP, but not a dime more. Uh so we'll see how that goes. Uh also AMD will be announcing the the th- Ryzen 3 processors or Zen 3 processors on October 8th, I think. And then on the 28th, they will be reviewing the RDNA GPU. So it's a very interesting move by AMD to be announcing their new graphics cards after NVIDIA has launched all of their Ampere cards.
2: I plan on picking up that mountain bike.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, they also have the, the bike that will let you power your computer. Bikes. I don't I don't think the average person's really gonna be able to crank out much above two hundred watts with their pedaling. <laughs> so I mean maybe if you have a laptop you can power it, but you're not oh, gonna power it.
2: Um
0: so yeah. Uh, My advice would be, you know, it's going to be difficult probably to get a Ampere card around launch. And after they run out of stock, you're probably not going to see them back in stock until 2021 anyway. So just wait to see what, unless you really know that you want one of those cards that NVIDIA has shown and you're willing to possibly pay extra for it. Uh, just wait until AMD launches their shit, so you can see what's going on, and then you can make a an informed purchasing decision in the coming year. Probably the the best way to go.
1: Never blind buys based on emotional advertising every time. Yeah,
0: and unfortunately, Nvidia in a related story has pushed back the uh, embargo lift on reviews for the 3080 Founders Edition. Till the 16th of September, which is the day before the carts launch. Now, they claim that this is because due to COVID uh, and shipping delays, because, you know, wonderful uh, postal service has decided that it's going to uh, try to kill itself. <laughs> um, creators, they claim, had come to them and asked for an extension to get their stuff done. Now, whether or not you believe that, it's up to you. I find it a little bit fishy personally, (laughs) but uh, that's the deal. So uh, reviews will lift on the 16th and cards will be available for purchase on the 17th. Uh, And lastly, Reggie fils will co-host the 2021 New York Game Awards. Uh, He's back. They dragged him out of retirement. (laughs) <laughs> just when i think i'm out they pull me back in uh so you know reggie's a for for a lot of reasons he's a popular figure in the gaming industry so i think it's a smart choice for him to uh to be picked as a co-host and it'll be interesting to see how his uh presentation demeanor is when he's not you know employed by nintendo <laughs> I'm looking person. for R rated Reggie. <laughs>
2: hey, let's give me some fucking Mario already, eh? He comes
0: out with smoking a cigarette. And he's like, yeah, fuck all y'all. <laughs> Thought I was going on back now, eh? Huh? Better than ever. Yeah. I'm R rated Reggie. what shit Xbox got on here?
2: Hey, <laughs> took nice ass, eh? Huh? <laughs>
0: Spaz yeah, smacks <laughs> the girl on the ass as she walks away.
2: What are you gonna do, Nintendo? Fire me? Hey, i
0: Reggie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go get Which transitions us nicely
0: into Dune. Which? <laughs> Dune. Yeah, there was a... Which uh, I don't know. Was this an R-rated movie? Probably I not. Don't.
1: I don't know how it could
0: have been.
2: I, I, I can't imagine. But then again, 1984 was a. Well, oh, they
1: night. did show an unborn baby in a cheese pizza.
0: <laughs> they also showed a fucking cat with a rat attached to it. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> that was, sting was that? What the, was that supposed was, to milk what, to? Uh,
1: remember the little the the little lady who had psychic powers? That was her as a baby. She was in the cheese pizza. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I remember the fucking rat. What that that reminded me of the another South Park reference where they were cheesing and they would strap oh, the yeah. cat up to the fucking the the harness and lift up its tail and then they would get okay, it. Can he snorted and then he was in sp- heavy metal? The titties, the titties. Yeah, Why was, was there a, a rat the... duct taped to a cat strapped to like I don't a cage? Know.
0: And why did you milk it?
2: Did it say milk or? Pet? He had to
0: milk it every day,
2: otherwise yeah, he yeah, died
1: they, from a poison in his body. What the fuck yeah, that
2: makes a lot more sense than petting it. <laughs> For some reason, I heard pets. So this was rated so, uh, PG-13, and uh, boy, did it have some things in it.
0: <laughs> which is interesting. This would have only been like this would have been one of the first movies to get that rating because it wasn't until Temple of Doom. I believe Red Dawn, which also released in 1984, was the first movie to be rated PG-13, oh. Oh. and it was because of Temple of Doom that they had to add that rating because Temple of Doom was PG, and parents were a little disturbed the fact that a man had a heart ripped out of his chest in a PG movie. I need a little finer gradation on this. I could see um, how this
2: would not get past the PG rating, though. I mean, because with, is... with
1: the man's head. Just like there's decapitations, there's,
2: decapitations, there's, uh, there's poisonings, up, there's killings,
0: uh, there's like there really rapey uh, touching. A yep.
2: floating man.
0: That is the <laughs> that is the <laughs> most offensive <laughs> part of this a movie.
2: Is in a cheese pizza? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, is this Vito's pizza?
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Give me a pizza. We got all the toppings. I want fetus. I want balagum. I want a scratchatoni.
2: Scr- give me some give me some prosciutto on it, some mozzarella on it, and uh, throw a little fetus on there. You said mozzarella? Yeah, mozzarella. Don't put provolone on there, Vito. I know where you fucking live. He's like, right, right, I got a large <laughs> Who pizza. Who the fuck pie. puts
0: provolone on a pizza? You know,
2: it's crazy. Italians, oh, crazy. I actually pizza. don't
1: even know what that
0: would probably would pretty good.
2: There. Some smoky provolone on a pizza. Don't knock it till you try it. But I you, remember
1: right. You don't get the right
0: coverage. Yeah, uh, gonna, he just I remember there was an episode it.
1: like Master Chef, she's like, she made some dessert with like provolone. And he's like, and Gordon Ramsay's like, why'd you use provolone? And she's like, well, I, I like provolone. <laughs> He's like, that's not That's not an excuse You're <laughs> done Get out of here uh, Dune Dune is um, I, Watching this movie Dune is a setting It really the, the allure of Dune From what I get from this And from what everyone talks about in the books Is the setting Because the story is basic As fuck it's for
0: the bullshit as what
1: it is. Like, it's literally, it's it's weird. When was this book written? Does anyone know? Nineteen sixty-five. Okay. Does anyone know when the movie was made? Nineteen eighty-four. nineteen eighty-four. Okay. So this was before the Gulf War then, because this is give... yes. <laughs> like, it's it's weird because uh, so the basic story is rich son of a duke, um, goes to desert world son trying, of a duke son of a duke i was trying to take it over the emperor and the evil baron are conspiring against the rest of the landsrat, which is just like the un in space and they're like no you're gonna sabotage them because i need my fucking natural resource from the desert region uh you know we have a secret council that dictates this natural resource from an arid desert region but then the young duke goes out and starts a rebellion of the native peoples of the desert region to protect this powerful natural resource from getting into the hands of these richer countries. Mm. And then they start burning the oil fields. I mean, spice mines.
2: <laughs> spice mines, yes.
1: And then Baron Harkonnen finances a, tr- a terrorist faction. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm
1: No, um... I'm alive. There was... That was some weird similarities. I was like, this this is very 90s early 2000s things that are happening in this movie but it's kind of um, yeah. yeah it's it's just like it's the story of a it's it's not a hero's tale I don't think I don't think it fits right in there which is good um yeah but a lot of the allure is like oh I want to learn I want to know about the worms I want to know about the spice I want to know about the spacers guild
0: it's um, a lot like half-life 2. And that the setting is interesting and there's hints at a greater story. but what you're presented with is just a bunch of bullshit that doesn't really make a lot of sense.
1: I think my my biggest weakness with this movie um, is that it has to do the the work of exposition for a long time. Yeah it has to tell about a yes. lot of shit. Um, so
0: speaking of expositions and how it handles them, uh, the movie starts out with like possibly the worst executed exposition dump ever, where it's just a lady telling you things with hmm. no other visual stimulus. Remember how I, I tore into Artemis Fowl for how they their exposition. Dune did the same thing but even a little bit worse because it was a static image instead of changing images on the slideshow. Mm-hmm.
1: Now I do have to say if they took out some of the exposition the the opening like the tag like the hook with the with the princess would have been would have been a nice introduction and it was. I think they just carried it on a little too long. Um that's
2: fair so, so I'm I'm looking through some of the the trivia just because I'm, I'm sure I feel like a movie like this probably has some like deep rich interesting facts about it and mm-hmm. uh, and th- there is there is some stuff I'm, I'm sure there is some tea that has to be spilt over this movie um, and you know one of it just being that David Lynch feels it's like one of the biggest failures of his career and refuses to talk about it Um
0: yeah, like I said in several releases he had his name removed from the credits and replaced with a pseudonym.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. Um I this I kinda like this movie. I mean, th- it had some yeah. pretty big issues with just the fact that there's a lot of like exposition, there's a lot of uh, uh uh also stuff you just don't understand and you kinda forget at certain points. Like I think the last line of the movie was them talking about how the main character became like this basically God incarnate or something like that, or fulfilled the prophecy.
0: So yeah, he's part of a race of people who just have the power to blow shit up with their voices. They speak in a quick demon voice. Yeah. Especially like the, when the fucking seven year old child did that towards the end of the movie. I'm like, fuck is happening here?
2: Don't put that in the new one. Do the same idea. Just do something different. Kill,
0: Kill them who I am. So what the
1: fuck? <laughs> so how I took that was I think anyone can do that. Like that's just anything. That's just yeah. But how the like, metaphysics of of Dune works is that there are there are power words. It's Hadoop. set
0: so far into the future, like the the tenth the ten thousand
1: ten thousand something ninety one
0: yeah no so then like, that
1: is the year 10, 000, blah, blah, blah blah.
0: super fucking far into the future and for being so far into the future the world really isn't all that fantastical it's
2: very white too
0: <laughs> just want
2: to put that out
0: there <laughs> something i just thought of right now
2: i'm like i'm just thinking of like how diverse like some of the because are, are these all humans or are they aliens
1: well that's kind of the thing that's that's what i kind of like about the fantastical they're all i think they're all from humans um and i i think there is some some fantastical elements like the kind of world where you have people who are human computers or spacers who are so smart that they've been they just fold the fabric of space so that two planets can be right next to each other um i thought that was just a product of spice Right, and the spice like stimulated that those crazy ass changes. Was spice um, a
2: drug? Ha- I'm sorry. What yes. That? I
0: swear to. It's fucking peyote. I swear. to God, <laughs> they're not actually traveling through space. They're just getting really high on peyote and thinking that they did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, and I guess in the story, it, it it gives you can give you psychic powers and can span expand your mind. Um, it can like change your evolution of your genes. Um, and it can make you immortal. It does a lot of shit for a it's lot McGuffin. of different groups. It's really important. It's the lifeblood of the entire fucking universe empire. Yeah, so, the emperor
0: of the known universe. This is, <laughs> yeah.
2: this is how obscure some of this shit is. Like, during the, apparently, during the movie's original release, cheat sheets explaining much of the movie's settings and its more obscure vocabulary were handed out to moviegoers at some theaters. That's that's what I needed. That's I, needed wild. That. I could have used
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> I could have used one of those.
2: Like, can you imagine um, going to like watch the premiere of Avatar and getting like a cheat sheet of like what the fuck a Pandora is and like what's a what's an Avatar?
0: So I actually watched a uh review of Avatar yesterday before I watched Dune, and they were going through the scenery, I'm like I know the set and the movie came out around the same time, but Jesus, Pandora is just fucking Zendikar.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's so true. They
0: both got the they rocks. the floating
1: rocks. Floating rocks.
2: The floating yeah. rocks. It's that mana. Um, There's so
0: much mana in the world. Where's Omneth? Is he gonna be in the Avatar <laughs> sequels? Which one will will just be will green blue be? in that one.
2: Are the are the. Uh, are the avatars? Or not the avatars. the Whatever the fucking blue people are. I don't know what they are. The Navi? the Navi? Yeah, the Navi. Fuck them. The avatars. Hey, <laughs> the Indians? List? I mean, uh, the, Navi? the Navi? Are the Navis... Uh, the are Navitar? Core? Are they core? <laughs> I guess. Something like that.
1: that I, I guess
0: would um, be... The maybe they're the Jiraga
1: elves. I don't yeah. Know. Um, anyway, none of them have unobtainium. I mean, spice. Uh, so... <laughs> When the spice is flowing, the leader of OPEC—I mean the Spacers Guild—comes to the fucking emperor, and they're like, D- "Give us our fucking shit, man. We got to We got to get this trade going." There's some. There's civil unrest in know down on Iraq is, and <laughs> we have to, uh, we, have to ameliorate, <laughs> we have to ameliorate the situation. Uh, there's there's
0: two warring factions.
1: <laughs> Get the... yeah, Exactly. Get the Atreides. The fuck out of there. They claim this... We gave them this land, but they're coming in and there's these two factions fighting into the same space that they both believe they own. Gotta fucking solve this somehow.
0: (laughs) Art imitates life, Peter. Art imitates life. (laughs) Um,
1: So, I get... I don't... So, one of the things that I, I was confused on was... How the Atreides got the the ownership of um of planet Arrakis? Like, did they win it in a in a like a negotiation? Did they conquer it by force? Because it seems like they're supposed to peaceably peaceably take over the planet, but the Harkonnens, who are the bad guys, they kind of just sabotaged everything on their way out. And they're like, no, you're going to take this planet, but you're going to get fucked while you do it. So then you're going to fail your conquering, and then we'll take it over, and Spice will be fine again. It'll be fine.
0: Everyone will get their super trucks. My presumption would be that it was, like, awarded to them by the Emperor. Right, because there is a... I think
1: there was a judge of the change who was, like, an Emperor, an Imperial dude who was like, I'm overseeing the transition here. I'm, I'm the intergalactic HR, HR department
0: yeah um yeah like it's a very tough movie to follow plot wise and i'll be honest i i fell asleep a couple times (laughs) fair enough um so then we cut to our boy paul who is played by
1: kyle mcclellan um i should know his name you guys have the imdb
0: Uh, up right i do uh he is. Um, he's not. He's not one of the first uh, fucking on. Well, you
2: want to know why? Because it's in alphabetical order. Because remember, the, yeah. did you stick around for the credits? Yeah, the,
0: the credits, credits
2: were. It said in alphabetical, alphabetical order. order. <laughs> the credits, which um, I was like, that makes no fucking sense. They had yeah. like extras as, like before some yeah. of like before Patrick Stewart, some of the big
0: actors. Kyle, uh, Kyle I in his film debut.
1: Oh, I, this is film debut. Maybe they... Yes. Was was Twin Peaks after this?
0: Yes, Twin Peaks was in the 90s.
1: Because he was the agent in Twin Peaks, yeah. I believe. Yes, he was. David Lynch the... has a cadre of people that he likes to keep around.
0: Well, they all do. Like, look at Scorsese. Right. You ever see how it's the same six actors in every movie he's ever fucking made?
1: <laughs> it's almost like knowing your actors and the actors knowing their director means you can make a better movie together. Something like yeah. that. Crazy how that works. Um, so Paul, he's a he's a he's a young boy. He's getting out in the world. He doesn't know about his powers yet. He's just like, I want to rule a planet. I have all my I'm, my advisor friends. Um, I'm in a
0: knife fight with Patrick Stewart while I'm surrounded by orange cubes. No.
1: <laughs> St- oh yeah, no,
2: that's right. Yeah, I did that. He the
0: later, he later knife knife penetrates with Sting.
2: He got the knife fight with yes. Sting and Patrick Stewart. Gross.
0: I I think that this movie inspired. Uh, Sting's song "Desert Rose." <laughs> so
2: it. I, I shared a, I shared a trivia fact with these guys um, before, and uh, Sir Patrick Stewart was at the time completely unfamiliar about who Sting was as a musician. When meeting him on set, he asked if he was a solo artist, to which Sting replied, "He was in a band called The Police." Stewart, totally unaware, thought Sting played in a police band. <laughs> I think that's cool. that sounds
0: that's, that sounds a lot like Patrick Stewart. That's the most I, I Patrick
2: could, Stewart shit I've could ever heard. I Totally
0: see him being completely unaware of <laughs> of the police, which were like a very popular band in his home country. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Patrick
1: Stewart plays his, his like fr- his his fighting teacher friend probably. Yeah. I don't know mentor. some advisor yeah. of the duke. Um, they do a little exposition on what the planet is, the weirding module, which is a voice gun where you just go, Brah! and it blows shit up. <laughs> um, and then he does it later
2: without it, and then it's like, holy shit!
1: <laughs> he's got the force. Um, he's so got the no force. He learns, he's, they establish that, and then they have to establish the mother, the, the, the magical faction, basically.
0: The concubine, not... Well, yeah, his mother, but not the wife. They right. were never officially married.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Right. Because she was supposed to... A big portion of the setting of Dune is you can manipulate the bloodlines of people to do crazy shit. That's how you got the spacers. That's how you got the calculators. That's get, That's how you get the guys with the imperial conditioning so that they're perfectly loyal. Um, Everyone's doing this shit all the time. You can just fuck with people's genes. So the nuns, the, the psychic nuns, they're trying to make an Uber being. If like, if we get the bloodlines just right, we can get a super being who will just save the fucking universe. We'll make Jesus through genetic engineering. It um, was like
2: all these prophecies that are which, like gonna be are supposed to be like fulfilled.
1: Side note: That was the plotline of the Weatherlight saga. Where in, in in magic lore, Urza he manipulated bloodlines for thousands of years to make Gerard, who was supposed to be the perfect super soldier.
0: Well, I mean, more you know, fair, I feel like uh, that was probably inspired by the oh for the sure good novels, and <laughs> not the other way around. For sure. I, also, in that story, two planes,
1: <laughs> two planes of existence over overlapped each other in a big move. It was called the the Raffy overlay. I wonder where they got that idea from. <clears throat> Um anyways so they're like no no dude with a dick has psychic powers what the fuck are you talking like you're supposed to give a girl but you had a boy cuz this is the medieval ages or some shit they, maybe maybe psychic will put his hand in a box put his dick in a box <laughs> over at your parents place dick in a box it's going to hurt like shit and if you pull your hand out I'll stab you in the face
0: yeah that was one of the few things they showed in the trailer for new dune uh, I was like, I got box, it. I get yeah. that now. Yeah,
2: yeah. same. Um, I was like, hey, that that was in the trailer.
1: I know what that is. <laughs> so that Except was about him. Has, like,
2: she, instead of having a little like finger condom full of poison, right. it's uh, a actual
1: little, like a tiny needle, bead,
2: tiny yeah. sewing needle.
1: And it was basically this. The point of that scene was: Can you master your inner? The, the I guess, the theme of the story is like master your inner self. And then you can master the world around you, um, which is a fine moral. So he does that. He doesn't die, and she's like, "Wow, all right, maybe there's something to this guy." And then they go, "Daddy, it's time to leave our nice, our nice world, our nice watery world, and go to this horrid desert planet." So they go there. Um, they get. They have to deal with sabotage, assassination attempts. Um, they they try to find out about the Fremen. They tell you about the worms and stuff, and David Lynch has a cameo in this scene as the mechanic on he's the guy on the the spice harvester. Yeah, he's the spice worker. And you can tell, because he talks like this in a movie where everyone is so subtle. And everybody talks like this. And he's like,
0: here, I'm the mechanic. Ah <laughs> I work the spice, you see? <laughs> When fucking Sting's performance in this movie is more subtle, you know you've you've crossed mm-hmm. a couple lines. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So in between this, we look at uh, Gatty Prime, which is the Harkonnen planet, and it's just populated by by sweaty redheads. They're all evil, apparently. Um, yeah. I, yeah. They fucked it's with accurate. the genetics or something. I think that's why I think Baron Harkonnen, he just made everyone's like fucking because
0: racist ass movie it's
1: a
2: vile yeah. mutation that redhead gene
1: Racist ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> um and he's just a villain he just he works Dude, with the emperor and he wants to take back spice planet
2: the beginning of this movie when they when they went to the the redhead people the harkonnens and uh they 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 are just standing there menacingly with their red hair, and then they're all they they all have like all the red hair and and they evilness, have the fucking like, strip, and and they have the shaved in their red hair little bald strip,
0: like they're a fucking uh, friar,
2: <laughs> like a friar tuck, but it's so fucking scary. The one guy just like lunges like. Seductively looking at one guy, and like the
1: little flower boy, he's like, i "Come here, boy! What I'll the rip fuck out was your heart that plug." He
2: ripped, ripped out his heart plug, and the blood splattered everywhere, and he's covered in blood. I'm like, "What the fuck did he just evil. do?" Evil. Like, did he just eat this man?
0: Probably. It's <laughs> all grotesque.
2: Do they explain why he's floating? Cause he's so no. fat that
1: he can't move. He's like got every disease imaginable. Cause he's probably been taking spice for like hundreds of years. So he's just old and fucking fat, decrepit. Dude had and those it like, and I wanted Here's to Here's your space wheelchair, Baron. Time to float around like a fucking parade float. He had a hair coming
2: out of his mole. I really wanted to pluck that too. I wanted. I just wanted to take him to Doctor Pimple Popper. You know what I mean?
1: Like someone literally slapped him with an ugly glove.
0: Like,
2: yeah, it what was fucking like, happened. It was just like he, ugly for the sake of ugly. It was like cut-toony. he f-
0: fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on yeah. his way down. Yep.
2: Mm. I don't even know how he fell because the man could float, but right. <laughs> he could have stopped himself.
0: He wasn't sure if he was alive, <laughs> so he wasn't he was floating at that time.
2: He was dead at the point. <laughs>
0: He's just so. i and he just fucking floats around in circles. <laughs> I'm screaming. Fucked up on spice, everyone. Ah! When you wake I'm up, I'm
2: high on bath salts. <laughs> when you wake up from a really good spice trip, and it's just like, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive.
1: <laughs> oh, they don't. I don't ever see him take spice, but I'm just assuming that he's
0: just on that shit. You yeah. really um, don't see much spice in the movie, which is funny because it's so fucking important it's in yeah. society. All over the place, yeah, um, I wonder if they didn't has... want
2: to because they wanted like that mystery. So a lot of what this, I think, what a lot of this movie that I liked is the the, the shroud of mystery, like the worms, mm-hmm. like what what the fuck do they do? Where do his they prophetic come from?
1: dreams, yeah,
2: and like see, their mystery coming up from underground is what intrigues everybody. So maybe the spice being in inanimate object or, or not being very visually seen is is the suspense that it provides
0: yeah so the thing about the mystery, the R of mystery is that you have to pay it off eventually or else it's just bullshit that you're pulling out of your ass And I know there there were many follow-ups to dune so perhaps they follow up and and you know flesh out some of these things more, but in this movie at least, which was already approximately nine hours long, uh, mm-hmm. they didn't really well really so, pay off a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So they I
1: did catch like a deleted scene that explains it a little more, which yes, it should have been in the movie. Um for sure. So you know how they're all drinking that water of life, which I think is just like wet spice. Splashy <laughs> spice.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that Spice, spice. Girl.
1: <laughs> it's the new Spice Girl. Um they drink that water of life, which like fucking just totally kills you or doesn't. It's like crazy. Um and this is also kind of, it's also related to the spice where so they pull a baby worm out in this scene and then like make it vomit and that's the water of life. They take a little baby worm, and they're like, throw it up, little boy <laughs> And and they take a little spigot and it's water of life um
0: it's funny because that actually happens in the movie yeah like what he described is is truly what occurs on the film
2: because doesn't he doesn't he say that the the spice is like the bile of the worm
1: right he, they, like everyone that, thought that the spice was just a thing that happened on the planet and these worms just followed it around and harassed you because you were walking near it <laughs> but it turns out if you want the spice you have to understand the whole planet and like again he has to like, be one with Arrakis. He can't just be a yeah. conqueror. He's gotta integrate with the culture.
0: Planeswalker um, came in and cast sandworm conversions. And...
1: That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Remember that storm where they're attacking so um well, okay, let me talk about this first. He befriends the Fremen who are the natives. He learns his powers, he gets a girlfriend, his mom has a baby that comes out of a cheese pizza and ages. To
0: five years and
1: two years and get psychic powers that's fucked
0: um, and he and goes and holds the emperor of the known universe hostage with well yeah we, we get,
1: I wanted to get to that he starts a native insurrection to slow to interrupt trade and cause a, a shortage of spice it's a spice embargo um, you can only get spice every other day depending on your industri- your imperial yeah, your license plate. plate number yeah um, but yeah, so he also finds a psychic safe space where no women allowed. He's like, I can go to this place. There's a little sign that says no girls allowed. <laughs> it's my power. Um, yeah, so then he, they, the emperor's like, fuck this. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna deal with this myself, assholes. Here's your fat son sucks at ruling this planet, and I killed him. Um, so he comes in his gold, his pimped ass ship, and he flies down, and they're like, no, we're gonna do, and then the. The Fremen are like, we're going to launch an attack on them. Um, So they have a storm. Remember when he said in the storm that their air power is useless? Sandworm convergence. Creatures (laughs) with flying can't attack you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there is some cheats. So I neglect to say there's a lot of really kind of cool visuals in this and sort of set design, uh, prop design. Very nice stuff. And there's also some silly shit. Like when they sit off the Atomics and they all put on fucking, like, uh, welder's outfits. When they have you know these. what
0: a lot of the interiors reminded me of, interestingly enough, the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah? Yeah, I could see that. The exterior um, is, of course, completely different. But... Yes. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, so they use the Atomics to blow a hole in the wall. They get into the Emperor's Palace. And they have this fucking showdown where he's like, "Uh, give us a fair trade coffee deal, assholes, or you'll never get your fucking spice again. Suck my dick. And he's like, no, you you suck my nephew's dick. He's got a fucking knife. Sting, get him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get him, Sting. (laughs) Roxanne.
1: And then, um, I think what in the book it was supposed to be a payoff, but in the movie it totally wasn't, where he figured, he's like, I have to bend like a reed in the wind. Blah. Like, if this was a movie based on anything else, it probably would have been a callback to the beginning, where he's like the slow blade or whatever the fuck. But he's like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go limp, and then stab Sting through the chin. And then just for good measure, he's like, he gives him the big fucking, fuck you, and splits ah. his his fucking chest open. They're like, give me the old oh, Da. Oh, the man can spit lyrics. Crack you open like a walnut. <laughs> so he does that, and then the emperor is like, this is, all right, fine, 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 whatever. And then the, the Arrakis is so happy that it gets wet and squirts everywhere. And that's where you have rain on Arrakis for the first time in ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Arrakis, Arrakis has got a whap
1: Got a whap. Got a whap. He did a he did a kegel while this entire <laughs> planet.
2: <laughs> Dear God.
1: So,
0: so that's that's the together. plot see, of Dune. We paid it off. We paid off the joke from before at the end. So we did a better job yeah. of uh, of mm-hmm. setup and payoff than the yeah. movie.
1: At every stage of this movie, I I could understand that there is. There's a lot of shit that they just couldn't fit in. I definitely got that sense. Um, And I think for me, this movie was a success in that I am intrigued and would like to read the book, which I think is the best that this movie can shoot for in this day and age.
0: Uh, It had a lot of cool visuals. Toto. Uh, they did, a did the soundtrack job with the soundtrack. They, did, they actually did a really good job with the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack Although, was awesome. a lot of times the soundtrack was a lot better than what was happening on the screen and the music mm-hmm. didn't really fit. Oh, remember when he gets I, up on the worm and he's I like riding on yes. like a fucking jet ski? And they've got this like really awesome track playing and it's just them like standing in front of a blue screen. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't... Not really moving.
2: I, I'd have to hear that. that the... Um... The soundtrack definitely did not fit what was happening in the movie sometimes, and like it maybe it sounded more epic than it was. What yes, was happening. like
0: I've, the see, the soundtrack itself was really good. The scores were really great, uh, but like they play this really epic score, and like the scene itself, I'm sure was trying to be epic. I'm sure in David Lynch's mind it was fitting of the music, but yeah. what we actually saw on the screen was uh, less so. Uh, but yeah the visuals were interesting. they tried to do a lot of world building in a small amount of time and it's just constantly new shit is being dumped on you and the action pauses so you can hear the inner monologue of the characters and their thoughts and it just it the pacing just gets destroyed by that it's a very it was a very difficult movie for someone with ADHD to watch. <laughs> cuz it mm-hmm. didn't really hold my attention and I I did nod off a couple times during the movie cuz a lot of it isn't particularly exciting. It's a lot of like political intrigue, I guess, which can be done well, but when I popped in Dune, I was kind of expecting more of like a, you know, a sci-fi uh epic, yeah. I guess. And even like if it were an epic, like The Day The Earth Stood Still or even Forbidden Planet, I think did a did a better job of telling a concise story, even if there wasn't a whole lot of action in it. Mm-hmm. Um and I like, you know, my understanding is that David Lynch's preferred cut of the film, I mean, he wasn't given Final Cut privileges and he had complained a lot about uh, studio interference and how the the mixture got muddled. And I can I can kind of see that because it definitely feels a little bit like uh too many cooks situation kind of little Spider-Man three in it. Too many where cooks where it's like too many cooks in the kitchen and the whole thing just comes out kind of uneven and the uh, unappetizing. Mm-hmm. Um so I like there's certainly an audience for this movie. Don't know that I am of that audience, but, you know, I've seen it now, so I can check that one off my sci-fi bucket list. I will probably never watch it again, (laughs) but I I watched it the once. I can't really say that I recommend it. I would probably direct you to read the book if the world sounds interesting because from from the looks of things, it does a much better job of – you know, developing capturing and capturing your imagination. The world. Yeah. And I, I can't speak to the quality of uh, the TV miniseries that follows this up, yeah, although they do have pretty high marks. They have pretty high marks on IMDb. Like this is like a 6.5, and the miniseries and stuff is like 7.1, 7.5. So mm. uh, maybe check those out because I'm sure it's like built in the same sort of world, but maybe. Yeah. Because it's a TV miniseries, better paced. Yeah. Um, so. But I, yeah, I think the world is interesting. I think a lot of the the concepts of Dune are interesting, but I don't think the movie is very good. And that's why a lot of people
1: have hope for the new one. Although I will say I enjoyed Kyle uh, McClan McLahan as um, as Paul. I think the new yeah. the Duke is a little. Teeny, he's a little teenagery for my taste, um, but we'll see how it turns out.
0: Well, I believe in the book, he's only supposed to be like seventeen. Ah, uh, and uh, you I, know,
2: I think I think the guy who they got for this uh, for the new movie, I think it's pretty close to.
0: Yeah, he looks teenage. he looks more age. Yeah, they got the like, they got the
1: look down for sure.
0: Kyle was uh, definitely an adult man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: all righty right so that's, that's 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 dune um stop by twitch tv backslash saturn studs tonight we'll be playing some more fall guys and i think uh going forward on stream you're gonna see a lot more of that style of game just like goofy party games we can play together uh we'll still do the occasional like let's play every now and then if there's like a big multiplayer game we can do together like a Divinity 2 or Borderlands style game will obviously do that but I think we're going to focus a little more. Everyone seems to enjoy it a little more when we do things like Castle Crashers and and, uh, Fall Guys and Stick Fight, Gang Beast, Jackbox games, that sort of thing. So I think we're going to focus on that more and do the other stuff more uh, sparingly because honestly, the reason we did a lot of those Let's Plays was just so I could have an excuse to clear my backlog but i'm I'm through a lot of my backlog so that doesn't really apply as much anymore so we're just gonna play fun games that have an audience (coughs) a lot more um not that the games we were playing weren't fun but you know they're a little (laughs) more narratively involved so uh that's going through saturnstuds.com place to go for all our stuff youtube channels youtube shows we got a lot of them uh we got all our Twitch stuff's on there. Links to everything you need, how to contact us, bios, pictures, all that fun stuff can be found on SaturnStuds.com, Twitter at Stud Saturn, place to go, let you know when we're going live. We also tweet out stuff randomly uh, like people on Twitter do. Uh, we aren't, we're old men, so we don't have an Instagram or TikTok yet. I'm waiting but...
2: a few more days until TikTok because if it, gets canceled or deleted out of U.S., then it's like, no point. But right. if they sell it to Microsoft, then we will have a TikTok right. when we figure out if it's going to be deleted or not. Because <laughs> that's, that's in uh, three days. We'll figure.
0: Well, the audio cut out on my recording at this point, so the video isn't going to match. But basically, just want to tell you all uh, to support the show by donating. If you can, if you can't, no big deal. But that link is always in the description and uh, reminding you all to be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995.